0: What's happening, Travelers? Nitsan Moseri, the Traveling Investor, and how's it going, babies? Say hello to Master Yoda. Where is he? Say hello to Emmett Smith, All right? What's happening, everybody? And I think that is, yep, that's the editor of Success Magazine. And this guy right there, he was the commander for SEAL Team 6. And there's my kids and all that. So, yeah, welcome to the family. What's happening? Well, we got another great show. Um, my guest has not yet arrived. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? I was thinking that we could talk about difference between passive investing and active investing. Right? Uh, and they're very different. Very, very different. So uh, first, I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Jade PMC Property Management Company. If you need uh, management of your short-term rentals, your multifamily, single-family homes, uh, jadepmc, www.jadepmc.com. And do you realize that it's actually shorter to say World Wide Web than www? World is one, is one syllable, you is two so you're actually saying more when you're saying www why don't we just say world wide web interesting something to think about uh did you guys hear uh biden's uh talk today his little speech that he gave and uh what he said i mean you know the ukraine was never a really a republic or a democracy uh russia is russia but it's deeper than that. I mean, you know, we all know about what, what's going on with Biden and his ties to Ukraine and why we're going there. So all the soldiers, if any, from our country, from other countries, from the NATO countries that uh, are going to go and possibly lose their lives, uh, this is because Biden was paid. Uh, and, that's, and that's And that's that on that matter. So if you're listening and you're in here. Let me know where you're listening from. Well, actually right now it looks like it's just got a couple of people. So, active investing versus passive investing. Passive investing is where you take Well, let's 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 start like this, right? How shall we start it? Well, you see, so how can I start it? Passive investing. What is passive investing and what is active investing? And is there a difference? Um, Well, yeah, I believe there is a difference. Passive investing is where you go out and you have your job, you have your income, you have money saved on the side. And then you take that money and you invest it, and now your money is making money for you, right? You can give it to a financial financial advisor, financial planner. You can give it to your stockbroker. You can give it. Uh, you can find a, a real estate owner, operator, syndicator, and you can become involved in a syndication as a limited partner. Now, what is a limited partner? A limited partner is uh, someone who comes into a partnership, into a syndication and you invest your money as a passive investor so you're kind of just taking it and you're saying here you're trusting someone and you're saying i've i've seen your track record i've seen everything that you want and uh i'm going to invest with you and then you let your money work for you now it's awesome guys this is fantastic so we have our guest has arrived so let me introduce Howard Decker, who is a multimillionaire personal and financial coach that teaches people how to become financially free. But get this, he teaches you how to become financially free with a normal job. So if you have a job, he can show you how to become financially free. He travels the country in his RV visiting small-town America and teaches all those who are willing to make small changes in their life so that one day, they can become financially free. So let's have it. Let's welcome Howard Decker. Hi, Nitsan. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, Howard? Thanks for being here.
1: I'm doing fantastic. I'm in Naples, Florida today. It's about 80 degrees out, and I'm um, just having a ball.
0: That's awesome. I'm in Boca, so I'm right across oh. the uh, water, Right across the peninsula from you.
1: Cool. You know, that's my hometown. That's my home base, Boca
0: Raton. Oh, ah, wonderful, wonderful. Whereabouts in Boca?
1: Uh, East Boca. I live right downtown Boca. Have you ever, right next to uh, uh, Chop's Lobster Bar and Lemongrass? Oh yeah. You walk, yeah sure. you walk out my front door, and all the restaurants and everything I can just walk to. So it's 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 a wonderful lifestyle. That's
0: fantastic. All right. And it's all it's all about the lifestyle, isn't it?
1: At this point in life, absolutely. I mean, it's. Uh, I'd like to say it was lifestyle by design. But once I became financially free, I figured it out from there,
0: right? Absolutely. So, so share with us, Howard, who you were before. What was the moment of clarity? What was the incident? What was the crisis? What was the epiphany that you had that helped you now become financially free, multimillionaire, and take you to where you are today?
1: Well, I, I guess um, The thing that had most influence on my life was a book that I read right out of college. Um, It was written by a gentleman who was born in 1983 and first produced in 1937. And the name of that book is "Think and Grow Rich" by Napoleon Hill. Um, And I'm I've read it ten times. I outlined it way back then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and now the Bible. and now they have a new edition, which I love, and I'm reading it again, and it brings all the current modern day billionaire success stories um, and shows them how they got to where they are. So it's it's really cool. But, you know, uh, I was born in Detroit, Michigan, low income housing, um, six people in a two bedroom, probably a 900 square foot house. And my dad moved us when I was three to a suburb on the water. And it just so happened two streets over as well, the wealthy people lived. And when I say wealthy, they had the big homes on the lake and um, they had every toy you could imagine. And that's where basically I grew up because all of my friends were on the island. And I kept seeing It was consistent in every home I went into. Every dad or mom owned their own business. So I knew right there that this is the lifestyle I wanted. So I knew that one day I was going to figure out how to own a business. So um, right out of high school, I still wasn't motivated to go to college. And another big event that happened before Napoleon Hill was I was following my father because he was a factory worker and he was making good money. He was making $35,000 a year. That was a lot of money back then. And so I started doing the same thing and my I started buying all the fancy tools that the prototypers had. And my dad kept saying, why are you doing that? Go to school. And I didn't hear him until one day I was working on a machine and I cut my finger off. So I'm like 18 years old. I'm working a press and a machine came and all of a sudden two fingers were cut off. They saved one of them right there. And then I knew, oh my God, what am I doing? And so I quit and I went to college and I've owned a a ton of different businesses. the Last one I sold three years ago for millions of dollars. Um, but you know, so that's that's uh, that, that's my story. I was just a hard worker, I had a job, um, I worked my butt off, and then once I didn't have a job, I had my own company. I worked eight to faint, um, I didn't get married till later on in life because there wasn't a girlfriend out there that could handle my lifestyle at the time because I would be there at eight in the morning and I'd be there home at nine or 10 at night. I wanted success so badly. So I finally found a woman who wanted to sit right next to me because she wanted success as bad as I did and married, had a family. Um, and now, you know, what I'm doing is I'm traveling the country, you know, but before I go into another story, ask me some more questions. I'm talking too
0: much. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, we, 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 we're here to listen to you, right? That's, that's uh-huh. the whole point. So, I mean, look, okay. So you, you've been wildly successful. What you, say, you said, you said you wanted success badly enough, right? What part of success did you want badly enough? Was it the money? Was it the recognition, the respect, the, um, the freedom, the, the responsibility to success for, 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 you know, many people is different, right? Some mm-hmm. people view success as, you know what? I'm still alive. Wow. Thank God. Right. Some people right. view success, how much money they have in the bank. Some view success as, you know what? I've, I've, I've raised my kids. Well, I've done this, but what was it about? What part of success was it that fueled you and your energy to continue moving forward?
1: I think, I think one of the big things is my dad always, you know, he really didn't like what he was doing, but he was providing for a family and he always had an excuse for not owning a business. He always wanted to own a business, but he'd say, I can't do it now. I have five kids. You know, I can't take the risk. So I think I wanted to prove, one number one, to my dad that I could build a business and that I could, you know help my mom in any way I could, um, maybe buy her a big car or buy her things. And that's really what I wanted. Um, but I also wanted to be able to have a big home like those people on the island. So I was, you know, I wanted to prove to the world that I could do it. So I guess it was kind of, I was looking for respect. Mm -hmm. Um, I wanted to prove to my mom and dad that I could do it. And I just wanted to prove to myself and the world that I was good enough to be good enough in this capitalistic society and win. And winning was having a lot of money so that I could do what I wanted to do, when I wanted to do it, and how I wanted to do it. So so that's really my definition of success. You know, you asked me what's your definition of success. Um, I, As you know, I have a... Um, I decided to come out of retirement and teach personal freedom, uh, financial freedom to people. And uh, the first thing I let everybody know is the beginning of our classes. I want each of you to come up with your do- own definition of financial freedom. Okay, what does financial freedom mean to you? And to me, uh, the easiest definition, it's the ability to do what you want, when you want, and how you want. I Absolutely. don't have a boss. I don't have to ask anybody for anything, but I have enough money coming in every month that I could pay for my existing lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I could just do whatever I want to do. So, um, so that's really, uh, you know, I didn't know that, you know, I implemented my plan for financial freedom in my late 30s. And my dad, who never made more than $35,000 a year, was smart enough to save 10% of everything he earned from 20 years old to 55, and then he retired. And my dad had a plan that he would automatically invest in a brokerage account. And um, every, every month, he would put money in, buy more stocks, whatever. Today, my dad, that he has put in a total of $122,000. It's worth $3 million, and it sends him $85,000 a year. And my dad doesn't have to do anything. My dad hasn't done anything for 40 years, and he's making almost three times what he was making when he was busting his butt at Chrysler Corporation. So I didn't listen to my dad in my 20s and 30s. I was just gung-ho, building businesses, making money, and my paychecks were going up and up and up, and I was making two, three, four hundred thousand a year, but I was spending everything. I wasn't doing what my dad was doing, and my wife kept complaining, saying, "Look, it, we're not saving anything for the future." And my argument was, "We don't have to because I'm going to build this successful business, and I'm going to sell it for millions of dollars." But then I started. Thinking about what my wife was saying, and she was right. What happens if the laws change and my business goes bankrupt? I'm going to be broke when I'm 60 because I spent it all on stuff. So in my late 30s, I started a plan very similar to my father's, and I had I had a couple of million dollars, uh, more than a couple of million dollars in my financial freedom plan before I sold my business. So if you take the plan. And then you take what I made from selling the business. I was financially free. So once I sold the company, I got, I became retired and I, I was retired for a year, not doing a whole heck of a lot, but I was bored out of my tree and I needed to do something. And that's when I came up with the idea to put a PowerPoint together. First thing I did is I went to the Napoleon Hill Foundation to see if they had a think and grow rich for teenagers, which they don't. And so what I decided to do is put a PowerPoint presentation together that would teach my kids how to be multimillionaires, my dad's program. Um, But before I did the first presentation, about three years ago now, I told my kids, I want you to invite your friends over and tell them that your multimillionaire dad is gonna teach them how to become millionaires. So there were 10 kids in my living room. I did it on my big screen TV. And it blew me away how excited they were. But what blew me away more than anything is I couldn't believe they didn't know how money grew. They didn't know anything about how to become financially free. And so that's when the light bulb went off and I decided, my God, I'm gonna put a course together and then I'm gonna teach people my dad's and my plan on how to become financially free and anybody who has a job can do it. So I'm, I know I'm getting a little long winded here, but
0: no, that's awesome. That's, that, that, that's, that's beautiful. I, you know, a lot of people that are going to, that are listening now and, you know, once it's uploaded to the different podcast stations and, and people will be listening to it, this is something that is life changing for for the for the people that are out there that have a job, right? Even for the entrepreneurs, right? It doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, if you work for yourself, or if you work for a big corporation, a small business. What you're saying is that the the program, the the process that you're taking people through, can help them become financially free, and and that's the name of the game, right? That's why we live in this Absolutely. country. That's 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 what it's here. That's what it's all about, right? Being, Absolutely being able to go out there and to experience life and to enjoy and create memories.
1: Right. Absolutely. You know, unfortunately 78% of the people in our country are living paycheck to paycheck and it's totally unnecessary. They don't understand. They have every, almost everybody has two to $500 a month in their checkbook that they could be putting in their financial freedom plan and they don't know it. And Mm -hmm. that's, one of the things, the first thing that I do is I teach them how money grows. So if they got their money in a savings account, get it the hell out of there and put it in a, a vehicle that earns at least 10%. That way that money will double. And, and let me give you an example. Uh, this is a great example. And I run across uh, students that have 40, 50,000 in a savings account. Here's a, here's a good number. If a person understands how money grows, Let's say they have ten thousand dollars sitting in a savings account. In in um, thirty five years, um, that ten thousand, if invested at ten percent, will be worth three hundred and twenty thousand. Ten thousand will grow into three hundred and twenty thousand. If it stays in a savings account, it will take twenty four hundred years to double. So the issue is all of these people live in paycheck to paycheck. They don't understand that you don't have to save a million dollars to become a millionaire. You just need to save a hundred a month or 200 a month or whatever we can figure out and have it automatically come out of the checkbook, go into your financial freedom plan, which we set up in class. And that financial freedom plan will grow your money to millions of dollars. And and you will not have put in hardly any of that. And Just to give you a quick example, if a 20-year-old starts a financial freedom plan, just $95 a month going into uh, their financial freedom plan, and we're going to put that in index funds that earn 10%, they will have invested $51,000 um, um, by the time they're 65. It will be worth one million four dollars And if the person doesn't start till they're 40 years old, they still can become a millionaire, but they'll have to invest more. They have to invest $754 a month to be a millionaire at 65, and they will have put $226,000. So- Everybody who has a job, I can help you find two to five hundred dollars a month to put in your financial freedom plan. And if you will put five hundred a month, and I'll find it for you. In thirty years, you'll have invested one hundred eighty thousand dollars, and it it can grow to one point one million dollars. So, the money's there, and. Uh, I'm not going to go into it right now unless Nissan asks me to give an example of how I can find almost everybody.
0: Go for almost, it.
1: Almost a million dollars.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: want it? Okay. Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. What, share, please.
1: What? What we have not been taught is money mindfulness. What happens is let's say we're making 50 grand a year. We want all these things. So we just spend it. And then we start making 60,000 a year. We spend it on more things, 100,000 a year, 200, 300. And I was one of those people in my 20s and 30s. We spend it. So what we need to understand is if we look at what we're spending, we can find the money. And here's the perfect example. Starbucks is one of the most successful companies on the planet today. There are tons of people out there that are going to Starbucks every day, five days a week, and they're spending $5 on Starbucks. That equals you're giving them $100 a month of your money. So what I'm challenging people to do, you can still go to Starbucks, but cut it in half. And now you're still going to be giving Starbucks $50 a month. But what we're going to do is we're going to set up an automatic investment program where that other $50 is going to come out of your checkbook and it's all automatic set up once. It's going to go into your financial freedom plan. I love Fidelity. And then it's going to be automatically invested in index funds. That $50 a month will grow to $113,000 at 10% in 30 years. So I just found you $113,000. Now, let's take it to another level, a car payment. You don't know how many people have five, six, seven, eight, $900 a month car payments. And when you ask them why, well, because I can afford it. So this is what I want them to do. Let's say they have a $650 car payment. I want you to sell that car and I want you to buy another car for $325 a month. Instead of giving the bank $650 a month of your money, you're going to give the bank $325 and you're going to take the other $325. It's automatically going to be invested. In 30 years, you'll have uh, $740,000. So between two cups of coffee and getting a sensible car, I just found you $856,000. And I have a whole list of those things of little things that you can change that will almost guarantee you to meet that definition of financial freedom, which mine was to be able to do what I want when Mm -hmm. I want and how I want and have all my bills paid every month. So that's, that's kind of what I do. And I'm loving it traveling the country, doing it too.
0: That's great. That's great. And, and absolutely. You know, I, I used to, spend money at Starbucks and I was always complaining that to me their coffee was crap (laughs) and I said why am I still going because they're the only one that actually makes a good you know makes a cappuccino that you can take or you know a specialty coffee and I stopped I went and I bought myself a French press I bought myself at first I bought myself my own espresso machine so I was making espressos and cappuccinos at home but Mm -hmm. that machine kept breaking and I said well why do I need to spend so much money and I got a French press we buy the grounds and now, like you said, I'm saving that $10 on a daily basis that I would go maybe even sometimes two times a day to a Starbucks, right? right. right? And now, oh, it's the coffee and, oh, let me get a muffin or let me get a sandwich and let me get this. Let me get, and you're walking out of Starbucks between $10 to $20 on a daily basis,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Oh, yeah. And
1: that's, it's, and that's just one example. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like Amazon. Oh, my God. Amazon is killing a lot of us. You know, thank God I like Amazon and I order on Amazon, but thank God I can afford it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already gone through the, the system and come out at the end shining like a bright star. Okay. But most of us aren't there. Mm-hmm. You know, most of us are trying to get there. Right. You know, You know, another great thing and about the people who pay attention to what I'm doing is it's amazing what you can do when you have money. And I'm not, I'm not by no means wealthy. To no means, I'm not, you know. But it it opened up so many doors to me, you know. Now I I don't have everything in my financial freedom plan of fidelity. I was able to buy some real estate. Um, I own three Walgreens now, properties, and I'm cash flowing enough from three Walgreens that my financial freedom plan just keeps growing and I don't have to live off of it. I never would have done that had I not had a plan that was growing. So it's really wonderful when you finally make the decision and you finally get it together and you say enough I'm gonna start my my plan. I'm gonna and, and you know in the class we say look at if you do this much a month You'll have this much in 10 years, this much in 20 years, this much in 30 years. And, you know, that's at averaging a 10%. But, you know, the last couple of years, we've averaged 20 and 30% growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, this year, we might only grow, we might grow negative this year. But that's okay. Because one of my modules, I go over the history of the of the stock market and why you shouldn't be afraid of it. You know, like we're in times right now, everybody's looking at their stocks going, oh my God, oh my God. And you know what I'm doing? I'm looking at my stocks and looking for great companies that are getting affected by this and I'm buying them. And basically I'm buying these great companies on sale. So um, people don't have to be afraid of that. Um, over the last hundred years, the stock market has averaged 10% and that's down years and up years come together. And so when, when a person gets out of my class, I really believe I've just touched on everything. They don't have to be experts. They just need to know a little bit. I don't teach them puts. I don't teach them options. I don't teach them complicated stuff because they don't need to know that. They just need to have a job and set up their program. Now, for the people who take the class, they also have access to me one on one, no matter where I'm at. All they do is hit in the membership page, they hit a little button, and they can schedule a 15-minute calendar Zoom, where if they're having any issues or they got questions or whatever, they got me one on one. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That's
0: fantastic, and and you know, thank you for doing that. Right? We need and- more people out there showing everyone how to become financially free because so many people are stuck behind the desk. They're stressed out They're They're not enjoying life. And, you know, to be stuck behind the desk for 40 years, building somebody else's empire and then not getting anything out of it. Right. Is, is, is a, is a very sad thought. It's a very sad story. Um, You know, I, I, traveled for many, many years. I was a big hippie and I was traveling the world for seven years and, And I I really learned and experienced and and saw that there's so much beauty. There's so much adventure, so much to experience in life on this planet. We all need to have the ability to go out there and to enjoy it and to experience it. Now, I'm not saying you got to go to India and climb, you know, uh, the himalayas or go to tibet or go to the deserts or whatnot but if you just want to travel around in your area you know across the country or something like that spend time with family it's super important and it's so sad that this is not taught in school
1: I know you know it's i teach
0: people I teach people about syndications about real estate investing raising capital from other people so that they can you know get passive income as well and it's it's unbelievable that People don't know that this exists and they're not not—they're not privy to it. And I see what my, you know, I have two teenage girls and they're in high school and and, and I see what they're being taught. And I go, why? You know, why are they wasting their time? You know, it, it's just, it's a shame. There should be a class for real estate, a class for finances, a class for, you know, how money grows. Right. This should be, uh, this should be curriculum in school today.
1: Absolutely. You know, I couldn't believe Uh, You know, after investigating, you know, when I finally decided, oh, my God, I I don't I don't have to be bored anymore. I have another passion. I have another thing to work at. And so I started it took me like a year and a half to put the course together, the the evergreen course. Um, It amazed me that 70. This is a figure. I mean, if you Google, you're going to see this pretty consistent figure. 78% 78% of the people in America, the wealthiest country in the world, are living paycheck to paycheck. And mm-hmm. there's no need for it. It's not hard to become financially free.
0: Right.
1: And, you know, so um, I'm, I agree with you all the way. Um, you know, sometimes I think the government is purposely not teaching us and they're purposely trying to keep us broke so that they can give us money so that we vote for them. And that if that's true and I'm not saying it is, but I keep hearing that, but Mm -hmm. it's like, I guess I I wouldn't put it past them.
0: (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Howard, man, this is awesome. Thank you for being on the show. How can people get in touch with you to learn more?
1: Okay. It's real simple. Uh, first of all, I'm on Facebook and Instagram, just my name, Howard Deckers, D-E-K-K-E-R-S. Uh, but to learn more about me and where I'm going with the course and, and how to sign up for the course, howarddeckers.com. So all they got to do is go to my name, all one word, howarddeckers.com. And uh, everything is there. Plus, I have a free half hour training. That I promise you that even if you don't take the course, you will get enough out of that free half-hour training to get yourself on the right track. So, awesome. HowardDecker's.com.
0: There it is. It's right there. Awesome, Howard. Thank you so much for being here. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep changing people's lives. We appreciate it. We thank you for it. And uh, you know, keep keep on, you know, giving that positive vibe and that good energy out there. We appreciate it. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Well, thank you, Nissan. It was great talking to you, meeting you.
0: You too. You too. We'll hope, when, when you're back in Boca, let's get together.
1: I'll see you in Boca.
0: That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I'm, my office that I'm in right now is on Federal and Yamato, the sanctuary towers, the glass towers oh, okay. on the, on Federal.
1: Oh, I'm totally familiar with that. It's uh, five to ten minutes away from me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna,
1: I'm definitely going to reach out when I get back in town.
0: Yeah, please do. Please do. I look forward to it. Enjoy your travels.
1: Thank you, Nitan.
0: All right, travelers. uh, This is Nitan Moser, the traveling investor. And we will see you next week somewhere on Spaceship Earth. Take care and be well. Bye-bye, guys.